Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast number 83. Um, it's a very sunny day outside, but uh, hopefully we'll bring some sunshine into your ears. This very, well, I guess it's probably going to go up on a Friday, isn't it? So, yeah. anyway, enough when of my it? rambling. I'm joined by Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. Uh, Tom. Hello. Uh, Martin. Hello. And Big Stu. Hello. Um, Tom, I think you were going to kick off with a little reminder uh, about the haiku competition we set last week. Uh, yeah, just that we'd uh, launched a competition last week to win a load of Kapow goodies, including Kickass on Blu-ray, um, some uh, a Warren Spector, sorry, a Disney's Epic Mickey print, and a load of other cool stuff. So you just need to send in a Kapow-related haiku to IGN UK feedback at IGN.com, and we will pick a winner next week. Have we got some good ones so far? Uh, yeah, there's been a few good ones coming through, but uh, I'm sure there's plenty more um, space for more entries. So if you think yours is rubbish, still send it in anyway, because uh, chances are you might... You never know. You never know. Absolutely. You never know. So, well, let's kick off with the news. And uh, Martin, uh, an old friend has made his comeback. Sonic Generations uh, oh. has been announced. I thought you were talking about Dan. Oh, no. No, he's never coming back. Did no. you hear Dan uh, just now? I said, Dan, you coming into the podcast? He said, yeah, I'm a bit busy. Uh, I'll tell you what, I could probably pop in for like 10, 15 minutes in the middle if you want. That's all we have to deal with. <laughs> he, that boy has got an ego We've had half, a lot of feedback telling us to stop learning into Dan, but well, I don't, I don't that's think we should. Why. <laughs> that's exactly why. I, I just had a chat with him just a second ago in the urinal. It's oh, actually right. the longest I've yeah. spoken to him in ages, yeah. Oh, What's your yeah. rules on talking at the urinal? I'm not I was, right. was going to bring it up because I, cause I think... If it's someone you know, it's all right. I always find it weird when you go to a pub and there's a complete random starts talking to you. And you cause, That's weird. Yeah. Do you ever make eye contact? Do you look over them while you're talking? Well, to them? I make jabs I, eye contact. Yeah, hey. That's racist. So. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> can, we, can we edit that out? Oh, I, love, I love the moment where just on, on your face just when you realise you said something really horrible. <laughs> But seriously, do you, do you look to your right or left to the person who you're talking to, or is it eyes? It's got to be eyes forward, I would say. I'm too busy trying to get a look at their cock to, to, is that right? yeah, to even think about looking in their eyes. Uh, oh. you, know, you, you can't make eye contact, can you? Well, if, if, even if it's someone you know, I still feel quite awkward. See, I, I, I even think that it should be no more than a, all right, oh, how's it going? Exactly. Nothing more than that. Exactly. Dan, Dan spoke to me at length about what I'd been doing. Really? Uh, yeah. That's wrong. We need to teach him some toilet etiquette. Anyway, Sonic Generations has been announced. <laughs> Speaking of toilet etiquette, uh, yeah. um, Sonic Generations has been announced. You want to know more, don't you? I went to Barcelona uh, last week. I'm not sure if I do, but go on. <laughs> tell me anyway. Uh, I went to Barcelona last week to go and see it. Um, yeah. And You were um, supposed to go to Japan. I was supposed to go to Japan, but obviously uh, things transpired, which made it kind of hard to go to Japan at the moment. So That's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I went over there, uh, met the producer, saw the game running, played the game an awful lot. Um, I am kind of a Sonic fan anyway, but I'm not going to pretend that there's that the Sonic game has been that great recently. No. Although, when you say that, recently, like the last 15 years, <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Colors uh, is fucking awesome, both on DS and on the Wii. And Sonic Sonic Four Episode One was all right, uh, which is a lot better than what, what I, I saw the other episodes. 
Hmm? Did the other episodes come out? They haven't been. They have. They're kind of on hold. Episode two is coming. <laughs> How can you do an episodic game where you do the first one? And think actually, that's not very good. <laughs> Let's just can it there and then. How, yeah, that's kind of like the Valve approach. Do just do one episode every. Yeah, but but at least they were great. Yeah, and and then you would hope that the reason that Half Life Episode Three is taking so long is because it's going to be monumental. Whereas I'm not quite sure that Sonic Episode Two will be that monumental. I think it's on a similar scale of brilliance. Okay. Maybe not. But Sonic Generations does look really good. It's um, Sega have been building towards this. This has been a project that they've been working on for years now, mm. and uh, well, that's what they've been saying that this, they've been building towards this moment because uh, it's Sonic's 20th anniversary this um, this year. And so to celebrate, you've got a game which um, brings old Sonic back with new Sonic and the two of them play together uh, or, in, or in different sections and they play through the very best levels. So what does that mean? So we saw the Green Hill Zone yeah, and you get to play as classic Sonic. When you play as classic Sonic, which is a slightly pot-bellied uh, one, which we A bit know, slower. Yeah. Uh, the the <laughs> little, chub- little chubby one from the 90s. Um, when you play as him, you do 2D levels and they're kind of like reimagining. So it's not exactly a remake of the Green Hill Zone from the first okay. game. But it is very similar with a lot of different, a lot of the same furniture in there. Right. And then you play as modern Sonic. And when you play as modern Sonic, you play through a 3D version of Green Hill Zone. Is it exactly right. the same level? No, no, so it's different. So the modern Sonic plays more like Sonic Colors or Sonic Unleashed. No, but um, I mean, is it exactly the same level, but just reimagined from 3D to no, 2D? No, no right. No. So. Two different, yeah, two different takes on the same kind of. See, that's a shame. It'd be really cool if it was exactly the same level, but you had a choice of playing it like side on or oh, on full yeah. 3D. That, that's a mistake. I think it's interesting enough as it is. It, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, unfortunately, it wouldn't work that well if it did look like that. Because the 2D gameplay and 3D gameplay are two very Stuart. So, having what you, what seen. What do you it, know? When was the last time the you best wrote anything about games? You can go back to. Because obviously the older levels are now being kind of like a 3D version. Um, and I presume that's going to be levels from Sonic 2 mm. and Sonic 3. Um, and the newer levels, so stuff from Sonic Adventure um, and Sonic Colors and, Un- and Unleashed, will be playable in 3D and in 2D. So there's going to be 2D imaginings of... Right. So this is every co- single Sonic game? The best of Sonic Oh, games. the best of Sonic. Okay. And they've only announced Green Hill Zone so far, and it's just up for us Sonic fans, to me, cu- right. to speculate what, uh, what other ones are going to make the cup. Right. Well, you can see why they uh, ended uh, Sonic Episode 2. Right? Why would you need that if you've got this game? But have they fixed the the, the physics? Because physics I found is hugely different. Because really, physics yeah. in this is something I brought up with the um, producer uh, and made the point that the physics were weren't that great. It just didn't Sonic. feel like Sonic. No, they kind of changed them, but they, he said they changed them due to fan feedback and people wanting something slightly different. And that's what, that's what they were led to believe the fans wanted. And obviously the fans didn't want it because it didn't, didn't feel right. But playing 2D Sonic in Sonic Generations, it was just like Sonic back then. Awesome. Back in the day even. Uh, I, I, I actually think it's going to be really good. I think um, mm. Sonic comes in for a lot of stick, but uh, if you actually play Colours, um, it's really, really, really good. Uh, and right. this is going to kind of continue on from that. Um, When's that out? It is out, and I'm not sure his anniversary is. I think it's around November time. Okay. Uh, obviously, November's looking quite busy. So yeah. A lot of big oh, it's only going up against probably a new Call of Duty. Beeper, unleashed. Yeah. Not unleashed, Uncharted. Uncharted yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm Batman. sure Sonic's still got the same kind of clout that he used to have, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it'd be fine. He'd be fine. I'll be buying it. Um, Stu, you've got some uh, gadget news, I believe. Yeah, iPhone 4 white versions finally kind of arriving in dribs and drabs, but uh, hold on to your wallets, kids, because iPhone 5 is in the w- on the way, apparently. It's, it's uh, allegedly due for release in uh, October. Now, this is, uh, this is according to a report in Apple Insider, and uh, they got this from a guy called Ming-Chi uh, Ming Koi of uh, Concord Securities. 
and this guy has been pretty accurate with with some Apple stuff up uh, up until now. So listen, the next generation iPhone, iPhone five, isn't yeah. going to be a massive leap forward. It's it's going to be kind of a uh, a, 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 a tarted up version yep. of the iPhone 4 so you're going to get an 8 mega, megapixel camera a new processor going to be the same processor that's in the uh, iPad 2 which is yep. the um, A5 uh, and heavens above an improved antenna design so you can actually use it as a phone which wow. would be which would be quite nice uh, and how bad is the iPhone to, uh, to go off in a bit no. uh, how bad is the iPhone 4 as a phone then it's not it's not bad at all what is bad is O2's signal and service god I would never ever go on O2 again because I'm, cause I'm about to upgrade because my iPhone's completely bricking, basically. Mm. It's just, it's terrible. Yeah, me too. I've got a 3GS and it's just, it's, it's a piece of shit. It doesn't function as the phone at all anymore. Oh, mine's... Who are you with? What, what, O2. You're with O2. O2 is It's not much better on Orange, to be honest with you. But on O2, all I ever get, if I'm phoning it in the mornings or at lunchtimes or in the evenings, if I'm phoning my girlfriend, who's also on O2, goes through to voicemail all the time. And it's uh, I've spoken to O2 about it. It's because the network is too busy. Mm, that's good, isn't it? What? Um, yeah, I know. And they, they they quite openly admit this. It's like, well, fucking sort it out because I'm paying you 35 quid. Can, yeah. Actually, can I just rewind a sec? Does your fiancé know you've got a girlfriend? Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I don't call her fiancé. It's just my missus. Well, she is going to be very soon. This is your is. last podcast as a single man. This is indeed. Stag so. do, stag do. <laughs> stag, stag, stag I'm hoping cast, to have yeah. sex with stag all cast. of you by the end of the podcast. <laughs> Me <Okay>. first. <laughs> but so like, when like iPhone 6 as well. iPhone 6. Well, they, they reckon iPhone 6 is going to be due out uh, the first half of next year. This so we're looking at an October release for iPhone 5 and then another iPhone within six months and or And they so. say iPhone 6 is going to be more revolutionary than ever. Yeah, it's going to be another massive leap forward, apparently. It's the same every time. But that's... Um, I've been, I, I'm due to upgrade my phone at the end of this month, so yeah. I can either upgrade to an iPhone 4, which I don't want to do, yeah. because the iPhone 5 is coming, but that means yeah. I have to wait till October, yeah. and if I get it in October, in six months' time, it's going to be out of date. Uh, right, so, so, I'll, so I'll, here's I'm what I think. I'm in the iPhone, iPhone 6. I'm in, a, I'm in the same position as you. I need to upgrade my phone, A, because this one doesn't work, and also I'm at the end of my contract. But, but you bought a 3GS, didn't you? Yeah. And so you're in the kind of, you know, the what I would class as the bad cycle. Because if you buy, well, if you bought a if you bought place. a 3G at the beginning, then you would have yeah. been ready for iPhone 4 when it launched. Yeah, but a 3GS was better than a 3G. Yeah, but only in the same way that an iPad 2 is better than an iPad. It's not a revolution, it's an evolution. Right. Which is why this next one, again, I, I, I'm, I question the October and early 2012 stuff, but we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, this iPhone 5, or whatever you want to call it, I think will be the equivalent of a 3GS. So yes, it will be faster and I have a few better bits and pieces, yeah. but it's not going to be an evolution that iPhone 6 will be. Right. But uh, is iPhone 4 the same evolution? Because iPhone 4 was rubbish, and it, you're better off getting an iPhone 5. And if an iPhone 6 is going to be the first but generation... iPhone 4 wasn't then, rubbish. Well, it was, though. It's not. Oh, it is. Grumpy old man. It's not, though. What are you basing <sighs> but it, it is. on? I'm basing it on Apple ballsing it up and having to issue hundreds of thousands but of do, rubber do you know bumpers it because, it, it, because seriously that's all it doesn't now, work it, it doesn't like, well this is the thing isn't it it's forgotten now just hold it in a special way and you'll be fine but i don't i just use it as a normal phone i've got you you just you know what you read too much media and you believe tell you what have you, you got, got one yourself i probably won't get an iphone next when you get a samsung galaxy or something on android instead because they're shit how are they shit? Because I've used one and the I don't like cast. it. So. You don't like right, it. Right, guys, so we're getting massively we, bogged down. Can we move on? <laughs> so many people have switched off. Can we move on? Alex, 
Yes. Some news. Right, but can I just say that there's no way that <laughs> iPhone, iPhone 6 will come out, I would say, summer of 2012. So what about June? Do you think iPhone 5 will be announced for June? Uh, yeah, probably announced, but maybe released in August. It came out in August last year, iPhone Is that 4. right? Yeah. Right, okay. So I don't have to wait that long. Um, I'm going to go for iPhone 5. That's it. End of discussion. But I, I guarantee you, if you say, again, you'll be in the, the same... Crappy. I'm gonna do cycle. four and six. I'm gonna do four and six. You should. You're do gonna do four, four now. That's what I, I think do. So. I'm gonna get a knock if, in oh. Anyway, so moving on. Dark Knight news. Well, uh, Batman news. Apparently, um, there is a uh, cartoon version of the Dark Knight in the works, according to Bleeding Cool. Um, they've quoted multiple sources, but I don't actually know who. They don't actually state who those multiple sources are. Um, but the site references um, uh, All Star Superman and Year One as comparables for what might come to pass with this new How iteration of Batman. Because I thought I've I've never actually watched any of the animated films, and um, obviously All Star Superman got the film treatment. And so, some I of them are really good. Uh, to be honest, I haven't seen that one or or Year One, but I have watched some animated superhero stuff, one. and they're really good. If you like your comics, and they they really do bring everything to life. I, I've got I can't remember what it's called, but I've got one that's kind of a series of shorts. And that's not very good. But apparently, the, I think the Brave and the Bold was supposed to be okay. Brave and the Bold's quite good. I'm gonna, yeah. I think I'm going to try All-Star Superman. I just yeah, want to see, see what the level of quality is. And uh, I, I love All-Star Superman, so it'd be interesting to see how that translates. Can I borrow yeah. it after you've watched it? But I think, you know, if they're, doing, if they're yeah. doing The Dark Knight Returns, that's exciting. If they nail it and get it right. So. Really? Well, why wouldn't it be? Dark Knight oh, Returns is epic. I was thinking of the film. I thought it was a cartoon version of the film. I'm an idiot. No, Sorry. no, no. The Frank Miller... Uh, graphic novel. I don't know. Is that that's the fact that that's the one that he drew? Because uh, I don't know the art, the art style in that. I find really off putting. Well, I love the it. art style, but the 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 comic is amazing. Yeah, the comic is amazing, but the art style I just found it just looked it was it was a I'm mess. Still hunting right. for my bloody copy of it. Who's got it? Not me. I ain't. God damn it! Have you got it, listeners? Write in. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Grumpy Stew's got it. Yeah, I wipe my ass on it. Yeah, wipe my ass on it. Well done. Should we talk about something else you might wipe your ass on? Yeah. Yeah. PSP I, Go. I no, far How too. How would that, that wouldn't be, <laughs> Let's in terms of things to wipe your bum with? That'd be awful. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. I know, but just you wouldn't actually absorb any shit, would it? Yeah, no. but if you pop the slider out, you'd be good for scraping the cheeks. What would be, the, <laughs> no, it's, That'd be good, but I think a DS would be better for that. What would be the best console? Oh, it's to wipe got a nice sharp edge, isn't it? Best console to wipe your ass on. Yeah. What about the duck hunt gun? Ooh. You get some good. Now you're into the world of peripherals. Yeah. Because a power glove, a power glove could do the trick. You got a power <laughs> glove. <up there. laughs> uh, anyway, right. Yeah, the PSP Go is 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 coming to an end. PSP um, Go, stop. MCV have reported that. Uh, Sony Europe have said that once the current PSP Go stock is sold, they'll not be receiving any more replenishment. My favourite yeah. quote in that story is, is we're, 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 gonna, we're still going to be able to meet demand. There's still one on a shelf somewhere. So yeah, that's it, the end of the PSP Go. It's kind of had a bit of a uh, it was, it was sad tale, hasn't from it? Birth, though, wasn't yeah, it? I can't so. think of actually what a worse like, iteration of console just because it's so absolutely useless. <laughs> it's, it is just so useless and overpriced yeah. and you know too little too late it, 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 oh, it was a terrible idea terrible ill thought idea. through yes exactly ill conceived so will, will anyone be kind of waving goodbye to it once it's gone or is it just like you know wiping our ass with it I guess mm. I can't see is anyone going to buy it would anyone buy one now to sell out the start surely not they're well expensive as well aren't they I mean unless yeah. they did them for like 50 quid or something I remember when the Atari Lynx was out and it died a death you could pick up one of those dirt cheap and even the process of getting games in it is such a headache it's and uh, yeah it's and the, the games costs 
about two to three times as much as they'd cost you if you sort out the UMD versions of them. Yeah. Um, if you had the PSP, which uh, yeah, because that's it. You just then, if you buy a game on Amazon, you know what should be a full price thirty quid game, you can get for ten quid or something. You still end up paying the full thirty pound game. So if you want to pay Peace download. Walker on a PSP Go, you have to Rip pay off. thirty three, thirty four quid. I think. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's about that that level. And then you obviously have to download it, and then you just have, and that that it is not. For most. a handheld, and you know, it, like if if you're out, you kind of if I go into a game shop and I buy Peace Walker, I want to play Peace Walker then and there. Yeah, can't. Did you call me? <laughs> There's many things I want to call you, but I'm keeping that for. Can you still there. get the other PSPs? Yes, the Slim and Lights. Yes, you can. <laughs> he just sounded like a really confused old man who walked into a game station <laughs> and his grandson asked him, "Can you get the PSPs? Have you got one to go to? Any of those consoles?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck I'm on holiday from tomorrow <laughs> anyway so bye bye PSP go and go away hello yeah. plot for Man of Steel yeah the new Superman film I don't know if this is much of a story the more I read it but apparently it'll take place partially in West Africa that's the rumour at the moment is that it? pretty much which means it, that, that people are saying that it might be based on uh, the birthright storyline that happened a few years ago uh, where Clark Kent roams the world covering various news stories. I mean, he's compelled to use his secret powers to intervene in a crisis in West Africa. So the, the, that wasn't Alex Ross, that one, was it? No. Did the birthright one, no? No. The, 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 I seem to think ages ago there was a rumour that it was going to be, he was going to be jet-setting or around the world and there was going to be something happening in Africa. So kind of ties in with previous rumours. Sounds a bit rubbish, though, if you ask me. Yeah. I guess it would look different, though, to all, all the Superman films. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of look the same. They're all in Metropolis. White what? man going into Africa to fix all their problems. Yes. Just, uh, yeah, it'd be a classic. Uh, modern day Bob Geldof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only a Bob Geldof had heat vision or whatever it is. <laughs> He's been cast as Lex Luthor. <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Sorry, I cannot. I cannot Jesus do accents. Christ, full on racism from Tilly today. But is that it from uh, Man of Steel? Pretty much. Well, that's it. And well, that's that it, was, for, that the, was it. for this week's news. <clears throat> so, um, we two and Project Cafe. What the fuck is all that about then? That's straight into the point. Yeah. Uh, so, did you? Oh, sorry, did I give you the printout stuff? Yeah, I've got. I've got the printout stuff. You can leave that in. Yeah. Bollocks. <laughs> Slick. <laughs> Everyone thinks we just read, uh, got this in, all in our little tiny minds. No. Um, yes, so... Uh, I saw this being reported on a, a popular blog, and it was linked back to Jim Riley's Twitter account, which I thought was quite, quite he's exciting. He's a superstar in his own right. He, he is. Had, he had his own near gaff read the other day, just because he tweeted that GTA Five might come out next year. And, ever, and he had like about a six, seven-page near gaff read, just based on his one tweet. I've never met him, but I, I have he a lot of a, respect for him. And you love him, don't you? I love Jim Riley. yeah. Jim Riley's an absolute legend. Is he the one that eats a lot of burgers? Yeah. He's the one whose hair turns, not even white, his hair turns transparent because of his lack of, uh, lack of nutrition. Well, we, went out for, we went out to meet the US guys back in January. And, you know, we had really nice food laid on and went to like a nice mes- Mexican restaurant. Uh, and he didn't eat anything at all. And then right at the end of the night, he got someone to drive him to a McDonald's so he could have hey. a fucking burger. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe he'll be eating in the Project Cafe, though. Should we get back onto that? Yeah. If they sell burgers. If they sell burgers. Oh, yes, so much oh, is that more. a bit harsh on Jim Riley? What? Saying that he just eat burgers? That's what he does. It's He's true. Proud of the and I, th- I think if you asked him, he'd say the same thing. All right, so, okay, all right fine. listen, can we, just, can we just kind of get together all the rumours in here so that we've heard about Project Cafe so far? Just yeah. for old men like me to understand what it's all about. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's populated by a guy called Jim Riley and he only eats burgers. That's it. <laughs> 
This podcast is going really weird. <laughs> right, Project Cafe. Tell us what it is, mine. Uh, multiple, Are you listening, Stuart? No. Good. Multiple reports uh, reporting. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. God, yes. this is vague. Uh, that Nintendo are going to reveal a new console at E3 this year, which is something we all kind of predicted. Yeah. Um, and so some of the some reports are saying that console is capable of running games HD. Whoop they fucking do. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so it's 1080p console, that's no surprise really. It would yeah. be, actually, I haven't said that. It would be amazing if Nintendo did review a new console. So yeah, this is 480p. That's what we're going to get. In fact, <laughs> we're going to do 720 p That's what we're going to give you yeah, this time around. Give it uh, yeah, so more. it's going to be full HD, but the interesting stuff is that it's um, codenamed Project Cafe. That's one of the worst codenames I've ever heard. It's not as bad as Project Reality. That was, the, uh, was that the N64? Uh, no, which one was Dolphin? Was Dolphin that was Dolphin's GameCube? GameCube. I still think Project Cafe is terrible. Mm. There's been some bad. There's been some bad. Project Maybe it's anyway, an espresso that's... machine as well. Maybe I don't think that would be the first time that joke's been made. I'm sorry, Stu. Joke police. <laughs> 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 uh, but the interesting thing, uh, as with the Wii before it, is the uh, controller. Um, Nintendo kind of been promising to another revolutionary step, as revolutionary as the Wii was when it first came out. Um, and they should make you the controller. They should. Just Alex. I, if it was just Alex, if it was a millionaire <laughs> Alex who's all yeah. boxed up and you got to tinker around the view to make, love to make... it. A little robotic me. Millions <laughs> around the world. That'd be fucking sweet. Disappointingly, it's not, uh, it's not mm. an Alex Simmons. It is a controller which is, it's hard to ascertain what exactly it's going to be, but it's going to have a touch screen on it which is about six inches in size. So um, it's like a PSP. Yeah, but apparently you can stream games onto the touch screen. The touch screen will be HD. Uh, so no you don't need a mo- you don't need a screen. No, there'd be two screens. So it'd be like, so like, like a DS, DS with a giant but, with but using your your home TV and then a little TV and your little hand. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, that's the DS is probably quite a good comparison. So you've got your your touch screen like yeah. you would have on the DS, but rather than having a top screen, it'd be your telly. Does anyone re- anyone remember the Game Boy Advance link up on the uh, GameCube? Uh, there's, there was a Zelda game made for it called Four Swords Adventures. Oh uh, yeah, I do remember that. Yes, uh, and it had various. It was never really used that well because. Um, it's kind of hard to get people to link up that mm. kind of stuff. But if Four Swords Adventure supported it, there's a Final Fantasy game that supported it. Mm. So it could work along similar lines to that. Um, and also, going off on a tangent, the um, Dreamcast used to link up with Neo Geo. Mm. So there has been previous of, of this kind of thing working. Uh, but it'd be really interesting to see that uh, we're led to believe um, there's going to be an announcement this month. Nintendo are going to announce it, the new console this month. Much in the same what, way, as in no, in no. the same way that they announced the 3DS. So there'd be a press, bare bones press release saying, right, Nintendo is announcing a new console. Come to E3 for all the details. And apparently, there's going wow. to be games on show uh, at E3, right? But yeah, Nintendo, be, first uh, party and third what, party. What is, I imagine we're along the same lines with the 3DS reveal last year. What's the most reliable of sources here, uh, Jim, Jim Riley? Riley. <laughs> okay, so what did Jim Riley actually say? Uh, I was talking to him about Burgers yesterday. And fries, still, please. He's still <laughs> unsure about a few things. We don't know the power of it. I've uh, heard that it's supposed to be more powerful than the PS3 slash yeah, Xbox 360. That's, that's the only... No one's actually got any hard figures. They're just right. saying it's going to be more powerful than the PS3 360. Can't, can't we get Jim Riley to phone in on a podcast? We should do. Future podcast. And, and what was his source? Uh, <laughs> Ketchup. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and you had a go at me for joke police. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was good. Good. <laughs> good. Thanks for his relish. Come on. Uh, he didn't actually say what sources we were, and I, I actually haven't had a chance to ring around any of our lovely sources to find out uh, anything. But, but um, if it's going to be more powerful than a PS3, yeah, then it's going to be really expensive, isn't it? 
No, because that PS, the PS3 is quite old tech now. Yeah, I just think, yeah, the, you know, obviously, I don't think it needs to be that powerful to be more powerful than the PS3 anymore. Mm. But is there space for Nintendo? Well, I, can, will Nintendo succeed with it? I, I just think, you know, if you look at the Wii, uh, that hasn't had a particularly long life cycle. It's done really well for them. No, of course it has, but I think there's only so much that people will invest in that. Well, the console's done well, Phil. I think the game's done well. But interesting, the 3DS has obviously just come out, and I don't think that's done quite as well as no. Some people were were hoping, and certainly it's not. If I mean, if it if it comes in on a level playing field with the other consoles, um, Mm -hmm. then people are going to be able to develop the games for it much easier. I guess they're going to have more access to third party people. But then if it just becomes another. Xbox and three yeah, exactly. uh, PS3. I, well, then. I've already got two consoles that do pretty much the same thing. And also with a controller that's got a touch screen and a six inch screen, then you're going to be paying as much for a replacement controller as, as you are for an actual yeah. console itself. That's, that's a very good point. point. Yeah. It's like yeah. the whole three D TV things, where it's like 150 quid to get a pair of glasses for it. Yeah. So you do, you do make an interesting point about the um about because if it is much more powerful, people are going to have to you won't be able to get cross platform games in it so easily, which has always been a problem with the with the Wii mm. and the problem with the um. DS, but on the flip side, it's one of the great things about those consoles because you get experiences on the Wii and the, on the DS and the 3DS. Yeah, you, you can't get anywhere else, and that's why those things are amazing. Whereas PS3, 360, they play the same games effectively. Yeah. Mm. Well, hopefully, you know. Well, maybe we will find out about it soon. So we'll talk about it in the podcast. And obviously, Tom, uh, you and I are going to beat E3. We are. So hopefully, we will witness it firsthand. We will take a sip from the ca- cafe. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Don't know what that means. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, let's talk about what games are coming out in the uh, near future and indeed films. Don't seem to be a lot of games here. Well, Virtue Tennis 4 is what we've got written down. Yeah. So I guess that's coming out next is week. That it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite exciting. It's a numbered sequel uh, in the Virtue Tennis series. The last oh, yeah. Thanks games. for clarifying that. <laughs> do you want to do do hear me out? Do I don't just be a dick. I don't think. I'd quite like to just to be a dick, actually, if you're going to be a dick. I, I don't think Virtual Tennis 4 is as good as the uh, Virtual Tennis 3GS. 3GS? <laughs> <laughs> Just to go back to my little <laughs> You should wait for Virtual Tennis Lame. 6. Yeah, That'll should. be the good anyway, one. Anyway, the last but, yeah, Virtual Tennis game out in October. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I actually care about these things. Okay. <laughs> the last Virtual Tennis game was... make him cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you do when a substitute teacher comes in. Yeah. Try and make him cry as quick as possible. Um, you really are a Sega fanboy, aren't you? I am a Sega fanboy. So if one of us coughs, do we all fall off seats at the same time? Turn our chairs around yeah. so we're not facing him anymore. I've already got my dick out. <laughs> I wonder what that was. Um, I thought you had a little stinky acorn in your trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like a penis, only smaller. All right, come on. Virtual te- well, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I just well, well, it's coming out. Why should we be Why excited we about it? Mine. Uh, the last seconds. Virtual Tennis game was Virtual Tennis 2009, which was developed by Sumo uh, and was kind of interesting. That's it, you kind of, it was like Virtual Tennis 3.5. This is Virtual Tennis 4. It's a proper bona fide sequel. It's uh, developed by the original Virtual Tennis team. Um, it's going to have the same amazing mini games, but more of them. Uh, it's going to have move and connect capability, uh, neither of which work that well. But uh, it's going to be. <laughs> Why? Gonna... That's bad, isn't it? Shouldn't they work well? Yeah, they just it's just not, they don't no one's quite figured it out because it's not designed around Move or Connect, right? And so both I, I haven't played both of them. I just don't think it's it's that compelling. So it's an afterthought. But, yeah. uh, Virtual Tennis Four has always been an arcade game. It's the kind of thing I play on my arcade stick, and um, it's always been really good at that. So. <laughs> right, what are you What's laughing that? at? You fucking child <laughs> playing on your arcade stick. Mm. <laughs> right, oh. Chris, tell us what movie's coming out. Hopefully, Thor's out. 
Four blinds coming out on on the Wednesday. Let's hope it doesn't Wednesday start forty five minutes late, eh? Twenty seventh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're by all accounts, very good. We're finally seeing it tonight. I thought I was hoping we'd be able to see it before the podcast, but yeah, new. But our review is live on the site, and it's three and a half out of five. We gave it. Uh, really liked it, and across the board, everyone seems to have liked it. Right, like nothing, not not a game changing superhero movie, no. just just a a really good solid film. It's funny, I literally have no desire to see that film. Whatsoever. I didn't until I've heard, I've spoken to enough people now that I I'm, I want to see it. Apparently, right. it's really good fun. He's supposed to be great in it. Yeah, really good because no one really knows anything about him apart no. from he was Captain Kirk's dad in Star Trek for ten minutes. Great dad. Do you know what? I didn't realize he was Captain Kirk's dad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. So yeah, I. Imagine everyone will be going to see that yep. next week, especially as the reviews had a hell of a lot of hits, had half a million hits in the first couple of days. That's pretty so. insane, isn't it? So yeah, that's we've already spoken about that one. Tom, I believe you've seen the second film out next week. Uh, Cedar Rapids, which is Ed Helms from The Hangover, uh, and John C. Is it John C. Riley? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, and Hesh, it's kind of a fish out of water movie. Uh, it's really funny and really close to the bone. Um, and also quite sweet as well. So mm. saw that last night. It's only short. So yeah, go see that. Okay. Very funny. I saw The Devil Is Out, which is a film I've missed at every turn, I'm afraid. I haven't seen it. But I've seen almost all the director's previous films, and they've all been really good. Okay. I've heard rumblings who that it's misogynistic. Who's the director? It's Ji Won Kim, who made Bittersweet Life, mm-hmm. Good, the Bad, the Weird, and Tale of Two Sisters. So he's done horror, a western, and a gangster film, and they were all really good, I thought. But it's misogynistic. Yeah, it? I've heard rumblings that it's very violent, very misogynistic. Well, I'm not a massive misogynist, so that would be... It's a revenge thriller. It'll, it'll be dark and violent because that's what he does really well. Um, I, I don't know about the misogynism, but I'll be checking it out. Yep. And okay. finally, we've got um, Insidious coming out, which we've done a lot on the last couple of weeks because it's, it's from the guys behind Saw and they've been over and we've done a fair bit with them we've got an interview to go live but it's a really good solid scary movie I loved it I, yeah um, I saw it last week and it was, it was literally terrifying it's absolutely the scares are top notch yeah really? it is scary yeah I mean it's stupid it's ridiculous but the scares are brilliant I don't um, like scary films anymore. Oh, it was tense. It reminded me of when I first saw The Grudge, the American remake of The Grudge, because mm. I remember that scaring the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, that was actually quite good, wasn't yeah. it? It was good. It was good. So I kind of liken it to that. The only problem I had with it is is the last kind of 15, 20 minutes when it really goes off on a tangent, um, I thought that it, they needed more money. I thought it looked cheap to me. But having spoken to them enough, I mean, the film cost $800,000. Which is nothing. And yeah. it's made $36 million in the States already. Wow. Yeah, and if you double that with international, they're going to make about eighty million probably off an eight hundred thousand outlay. So fair enough. It doesn't matter if it looks cheaper. And it? nice guys as well. Nice guys. Yeah, nice really guys. Nice yeah. Guys. So yeah, some strong, uh, some strong films coming out next week. And then finally, uh, someone's returning to our television screens. Yes, Doctor Effing Who at back last this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. This weekend. Yeah, this Easter weekend. weekend yeah. So, so uh, I was on Sunday at seven. I guess so. Yeah, Man, I'm um, in a train. I need to get back in time for it. So yeah, I'm so excited about that. I'm going to the Doctor Who Experience exhibition on my birthday <laughs> to get excited about yeah. it. You're gonna dress that. up. I might do. Take your Sonic. There's some really good Doctor Who t-shirts at Forbidden Planet, which Stu was showing me the other day. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm a bit too grown up for that now. But um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And also, Game of Thrones has started. So you that's saw the it, HBO. Yeah, we should have, we should have uh, trailed that last week because it's already begun. But yeah, it, it was on this week on Sky Atlantic. Our screen the same time as in the States, so we're not too far behind. It was good. I've heard there's good. a lot of midget sex in it. And a lot of midget stuff. sex. Yeah. Peter Dinglage throwing it around. Um, 
very violent, very violent, like more violent than Lord of the Rings, I thought. Uh, but very interesting, yeah, really nasty ending as well. It feels like a kind of show where anything goes, really. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to predict what happens next. So I didn't really understand the politics of it. I, I don't know if it'll take a few episodes to mm. get who everyone is, because there's all these different factions in this kingdom. And how uh, many episodes are there? I, th- I believe there's 10 in this right, series, yeah. but he's written four or five books that are all epic, yeah. so yeah. I think it's going to run and run. I think it's fi- it costs 50 million the show. Wow. Um, it looks like yeah. it did. And Sean Bean, just being Sean Bean in the lead. Jesus Christ. That man is so northern. Yeah. Well, um, do, do we know what kind of terrestrial TV channel that's going to be on and when that's going to air, or is it, you know, that's I a way off? I don't know. Okay. Get Sky Atlantic, Alec. <sighs> I don't have it, man. Also, I don't have any spare time, so <laughs> it's a write-off for me. So uh, that's it for stuff that's coming out shortly. So let's move on to listener feedback. Yes, I have an email here from our friend of the show, Rocky Pabalor. Hi, Rocky. Hi, Rocky. He says, dear friends and the listeners, I love Doctor Who. Is anyone else excited for season six? I mean, come on, it's Doctor Who for fuck's sake. That would be all. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi, Rocky. I think it's going to be awesome. So I think we're all really excited. Yeah, it's, it's set in the States. I uh, well, watch any of the, the teaser trailers. So yeah. I, and I, right. I've heard good things, but I'm, I'm literally... And apparently Amy Pond is going to be kicking some ass. She's even, she's even sexy this oh time. Oh, my God. Something. There's a thing on the internet where they've got Matt Smith, um, Amy Pond, and the other guy, and they're reading tweets for this website. It's really funny, and they're doing American accents, but you should check, find that video. I'm quite, I, I haven't seen... Uh, I've only just got an HDTV. Was the last H- series in HD? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cause I'm Has been in HD for a while now. HD. Yeah. It's be very exciting. There you go. Yes, Rocky, we're all excited. Reviews will be appearing on the site. Christian, right, Mueller, um, uh, Christian Mueller has uh, emailed in from uh, Hamburg in Germany. Tom, put it on the... Oh, we haven't got the... Yeah, I haven't got a map. No, Hello, podsters. Uh, could you tell me what you thought about Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch? Doesn't seem to be watchable, does it? And could you recommend some British TV series apart from Doctor Who? Well, oh. let's cover Sucker Punch first. I wasn't a massive fan, although I watched it twice and actually liked it a bit more the second time. Yeah. It's a bit cleverer than I thought it was. If it, all the dialogue in the first kind of half hour is quite interesting as to what's actually going to happen. And, but nevertheless, I still just thought it was a bit of a mess. thought the music was terrible. It gave me a bit of a headache, really. Yeah, it's just, a, I just think it's a complete mess. It scares me to think that he's making Superman next. Yeah, mm. not looking good. No. What about TV, uh, Brit TV shows? Check out Misfits, I think. We've always banging on about yeah, it. Yeah, Misfits and Being Human. Yeah. We talk about a lot. Um, what else is there? Faulty Towers. <laughs> Let's stick with Misfits and Being Human, shall we? Yeah. Thick of it. Thick of it's funny. Yeah. Um, I've got an email from Rob Callister that says, only just listened to uh, episode 80, but he loves the idea of a Glastow meetup. So, Chris. I've decided that I'm, I'm up for doing this as long as the people that we meet agree, agree to buy us drinks. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably some legal T's and C's in our kind of uh, the way we operate where that's probably bribery or something. Well, is it? No. No. I, I think that people, whoever, if anyone from our podcast sees you, they should be sick on you. <laughs> oh, don't do that. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll trail this a bit close to the time. You should absolutely do it. I am going to, I'm going to champion that. Okay. Because I just want to see people's pictures of well, will you two looking. Is, is, will the day that we do the meetup be considered work? And can we have it as yes. a work day? It should be a work day. Let me get paid. Well, it's good to think that you both think that, but it's me that makes that decision. So. Okay. Mm. Can't do the meetup then. I'm I'm on holiday. Yeah, me too. 
fine. Both you scumbags. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Readers, find Chris and Tom and make their life a misery. <laughs> Charles, he writes in, um, says, Dear Pod Lads, uh, I'm guessing this is, uh, to, uh, alluding to something last week, uh, which unfortunately wasn't in, but uh, it says, Star Fox and the SNES was the one with the FX chip. The That's N- what I said. Mm. No, you said the N64. Mm. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, the FX chip was the magical thing that made polygons happen. Yeah. Yeah. And the Mode 7 thing was made made things spin around. I yeah. actually knew that, but I didn't speak up last week because I was scared because I thought you all knew what you were talking about. I wasn't here. There you go. Um, the N64 could handle polygons, no problems. It could, that's true. Well done, N64. Yeah. Thanks for cheering up. Uh, from Just Joe Wood. Up, this is from Joe Woodhead. Subject, workbench, not the Amiga OS. Now, this has been rumbling on for a number of weeks now. <laughs> the topic We've everyone is talking about. I remember the name of the operating system on the, on the Amiga. So, Joe... Thank you very much for this uh, quite detailed explanation of, uh, of what is what with regards to this. Workbench was the Amiga OS GUI, not the OS. Short and sweet, baby. What does that mean? Well, that means it was the front end. It was the, it was the, the graphic, graphic user interface. Does I always think of those uh, little chocolate things. Those chocolate those little... Goos. Goos. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean that iChambers from last week was incorrect? No, he was correct. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of our wages he was always correct yeah. what, um, I've got uh, one from Phil Natchum I, I probably said your surname uh, offensively um, wrong but never mind um, he says well he doesn't think anything crucial to the playability of a game should be revealed in cutscenes he disagree with Stu's opinion that uh, cutscenes are merely a bonus Look that's at you, fine Stu. mate he can disagree with me you. He can disagree with me as much as he likes. He's wrong. He doesn't think that cutscenes should ever be skipped. It's like skipping scenes from a movie because you found them boring. Uh, that's nah. rubbish. Nah. It's funny you say because I was just I just been to see uh, Brink this morning. I was mm. over at Splash Damage, and um, they've designed their game so that they just they just assume that people will cut uh, will skip the cutscenes. Yeah. They put them in there. They put a lot of effort in them, but they know the majority of players is just going to spam X through them. And so they put the majority of the story in the actual environment itself. I absolutely agree. That's yes, how I, a game I agree, should, I, I agree how game should work. Then why bother yeah. having the cutscenes then? Why not just get rid of them entirely? And, and invest the money they would, they've done spending it on cutscenes, making the game even better. Because it works for a certain, a certain um, segment of the fans uh, want, want that in there and would appreciate that. So it's got a place. It depends, you, yeah. It depends kind of... Well, if they're telling all the story they need to tell in the game itself then it does seem a little bit irrelevant having cutscenes. But, hmm. but when I was that? a kid, I used to fast-forward the scene in Willy Wonka where the mum sings the song around the laundry. Mm. I was used to fast-forward with the scary scenes of films. Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters, those... I remember, used to fast-forward over the beginning bit with the, the library uh, scene. The library said, scene, yeah. scene yeah. scene's really scary, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Like, I used to fall-wind through the bit where Peter Duncan puts his hand in the tree in Flash Gordon. Yeah, That is what's me with madness. Yeah, that's horrible. Same how I used to have, uh, little shop of horrors. I used to have to walk out of the room when he's uh, when uh, Rick Moranis is giving it some blood. Yeah. All that happens is it just snaps a little bit. But too much for me. Superman three when the woman turns into the robot. Yes, oh, I'm through that. I'm not watching that again. <laughs> that <laughs> is disturbing. This is good. Let's throw this open to the audience, eh? Yeah. If you've uh, what was the uh, scene you used to fast forward uh, when you were a child, or still do even like Chris does, uh, send your <laughs> suggestions. And we did that feature the other way around recently where we were talking about the kind of sexy films that we would fall right through the actual film bits to get to the sexy bits. But yeah, that's one of the, the forward winding to miss bits. Uh, IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or send us a, miss- a, a message? Message. Message on Twitter at IGN UK. Oh, no. I've got an email from Aaron Scanlon who says, I was listening to podcast number 82 
and felt very annoyed about you guys giving Mortal Kombat a Dan Kilby hard time, saying it is not moving with the times. Is it called a Dan Kilby hard time? It is now, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Kilby. Yeah. <laughs> um, he goes to say, I agree that past Mortal Kombat games uh, weren't the best, but I believe NetherRealm Studios has really got something special with Mortal Kombat 9. So there you have it. I'd say hello to Aaron. Aaron came and said hello to us at Kapow. Yeah, he did. He was the Irish guy, wasn't he? Yeah, lovely man, Aaron. So hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. So if we give a game a bad review now, we're saying we fucking totally kill me that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking kill me, this game. Uh, I played a bit more combat at lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Not for us, is it? It's not Not for us. I don't think so. But (laughs) we went down there with Dan. Where did you go? the Virgin House, whatever that is. But it was a contest, wasn't it? You oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so did Dun, he win? Yeah, no. So Dan thought he'd be able to win this, this console because yeah. you go down, there was a little competition going on with other games journalists. And there was this guy there. I don't know who he is. If you're listening, I'm sorry. But uh, it seemed like he was there with his dad. I think yeah. him and his dad run a, a gaming blog. And this kid must have been five foot, five stone when, like, soaking through. He was tiny. And he went up and he was like some Jedi playing Mortal Kombat. He was just like, Amazing! I've never seen anything like it. Right? Yeah, and he just, he just totally pwned Dan. Yeah, yeah like Dan totally. Dan. But Dan should have then crushed him in the real world. Yeah. Well, I was going to say yeah, if, if it's a draw, just beat him up, and then settle it with an arm wrestle or something. Because this guy was tiny. Yeah. Uh, well, we have put the review of Mortal Kombat up on the site, and it got an eight. Yeah, which is great. And Portal got a nine point five. Yeah, which so is staggering. The Theory of Wood. This is from Joseph Schalk, and uh, it's all about... Do you remember last week we were talking about inverted cameras and w- whether or not you changed the, the view uh, on your controller, and Dan came up with this uh, theory about it all to do with uh, uh, how you look at a plank of wood and how yep. a plank of wood pivots? Well, um, Joseph has uh, decided to prove, stroke disprove Dan's explanation and he's attached an image to show the working. Like a blueprint of something. It's an absolutely awesome uh, piece of work. And I'm not sure if I understand it, but I you've don't got a, basically it. you've got a Y and minus Y and X and minus X axis. And if uh, D equals minus Y, you see where the direction is, then LS equals plus X uh, and plus Y, where LS is line of sight. You with me so far? Because then what happens is the direction of the thumbstick is your D. So if LS equals plus X and plus Y, but D is equal to plus Y, because D obviously cannot be positive, and everybody's switched off, haven't they? I think maybe we just put it on the podcast story and people we'll just get yeah. it. We'll, yeah. Just, yeah, we'll just post that, but it's a fucking brilliant piece of work. It is, yeah, it is. A little round of applause. Yeah. I think maybe if you can create that into some sort of video that's 30 seconds long and send it in explaining it, I think that would be, yeah. that would be super so my awesome. My tiny mind understands what he's talking about. Um, and then make a movie based on it. Yes. What he does, what he does actually put, uh, so basically each theory cancels each other out, meaning Sad Dan's theory of wood is as wrong as thinking about having sex with your cousin. Which is right. I, I don't know. know. Not my Pen- cousin. Depends if she's fit. Uh, so last week we had an email about, uh, and that someone sent their gaming uh, setup at home. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, it was Textbeak Boy, wasn't it? Mm. I can't remember what it was. Connor Halsey. It was the Textbeak oh, Boy. Oh, yeah. It was my brother Connor. That's yeah. it. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> so we've had loads of entries of people sending in their gaming setup. So I'm going to whiz through these quickly. Tom Tidders has sent in his in. Uh, he says he says to tell Dan to stop doing the shitty Duke Nukem impression. That's Tom Tidders. His picture, to be fair, isn't great. But I like how he's got a um, can of cider on his desk there. Mm. I can't really... He's, so apparently on there he has a 32-inch TV, Connect, iPod Touch, PS3, 3DS, iPad 2, 360, and a GameCube. 
So uh, yeah, well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a blog on my IGN yeah, and post all these and just keep updating them and Good so idea. people can come back and have a look, maybe vote on them. I've got one here from JT, who's from Huntsville, Alabama, and this is his gaming setup, which is pretty cool. Looks like he's got one of those silver Xbox controllers. He's also got a red PS3 controller and a red Xbox controller, so um, very interesting. Like Ferrari, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I do, I, do, I do actually wheel. really like seeing pictures Loads of gaming games. setups. I do. I yeah. think this is I'm really exciting. I'm just, I've just uh, been setting up my little man cave in my, uh, in my house flat I've just moved into. It's, it's amazing. It's it amazing. is. Ta- uh, Sam Gale is written in, friend of the show. His gaming setup is very ga- Gears of War heavy. And he also says he's got the original ITV sidekick monkey. I don't know if that means it's the original one used from the advert or what. I don't know. I don't know if that's a packet of green rizzers on there either. So I don't know, Sam, what you've been Surely up to. Surely Sam wouldn't do that. He's not old enough to smoke. Not the sound we know. Uh, and then finally, this one is awesome. This is from Raymond Chan, who's sent us a picture of his box room setup, and he has an amazing setup. And he's taken a very spanking Ooh, picture. Look at that. He's got the white Japanese That's PS3. Cool, that white PS3. Wow. Um, and he's got the white PSP as well. He's got a Sony laptop. He might work for Sony, I reckon. Um, and loads of um, gaming. Uh, sort of figurines that is a on top. Pretty sweet setup. You got yeah, there. including Crisis and yeah, uh, Rogue. That does and look like a Sony advert, doesn't it? Yeah, but that one is awesome, Raymond. Well done. I've got one as well. I've got one from Alex White. I really like this one. He appears to have ten consoles. Yes, some real retro ones there. Alex, can you list all of them? You've got a NES, a Super NES, an N64, a GameCube, uh, a Mega Drive, a Saturn, a Dreamcast. Oh, hang on. I think he's got two. Oh, what's that? Oh no. Can't no, that's a Saturn. Have a go. I think no, I think I think he's got two Mega Drives. It's quite hard to see on this. So and yeah, that's a belting one though. He's got that PS One and then uh, what looks it's either a silver or a white okay, uh, thought, old school. I thought that was going to go quicker. PS Two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you asked me. To uh, what I'm going to do is on my IGN is there is a IGN UK podcast uh, profile, so I will post yeah. them on there. So become friends of my IGN UK podcast, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. post it on there. We'll put the link I mean, in the news are, story. You know, with respect, guys, these are all good gaming setups, but they are, you know. Just consoles, but we've ha- had an email from uh, John Amos who said, after a conversation with a work colleague reminiscing about going to arcades as kids, I remembered an old arcade game I loved called Hot Rod by Sega. Um, now, Hot Rod was this kind of um, sit-down game. We had four steering wheels and one person could sit at each edge of this thing and you could all race each other. And anywho, he says, after a speculative look on eBay, blow me, there was only one up for sale, so I set myself a limit and a week later I'd only gone and bought it for 200 quid. 200 million. There was one major problem. My house is tiny and it needed to go in the back room. So me and a few mates stripped it down and rebuilt it in my house as a labour of love. He sent us pictures of him of it all being stripped down. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is pretty pictures. impressive stuff. And that's it in his back room, which that's looks awesome, good. That's awesome, yeah. And then look at this. He had a party <laughs> and everybody is just like totally on this game for his party. That is cool. But he's, he's got loads of other stuff. He's got, um, uh, he's, it's since been joined by a Japanese candy cab running a Neo Geo MVS setup with a bunch of Ooh. games. Uh, which I think, are we getting a candy cab? We We're something? looking into getting a candy cab. Yeah. I'm thinking of getting a candy cab for myself as well because they're lovely things, but they're obviously quite colossal as well. Yeah. I think if we ever do a podcast live from a reader's house, we go to his house and do awesome. it. Yeah. yeah, good idea. Let's do that. That's, Brilliant. Uh, that's made me go out there. I'm trying to get hold of a copy of Off Road. Do you ever play Super Off Road? Yep. The arcade, the stand up steering yep. wheel one. I want that. That was my favourite arcade game. Mm. So if anyone's got one out there they want to sell. Let's um let's put a shout out as well. If you've got anything really rare, like if you've got a really rare games console, you've got a really rare arcade game, let us know. Send us a picture of it because we'll be interested in that kind of stuff. Or a really rare animal. Yeah, like a unicorn. A dodo. 
Kelly. Imagine that if somebody pho- if somebody emailed and says, "Yeah, you know all this stuff about dodo. They've got loads in my aviary." Or if you've got a rare skin disorder, send us some pictures of that. <laughs> oh no, no, don't don't, no, don't, don't do that. Uh, Would you need to keep a dodo in an aviary? <laughs> yeah. yeah, stop the foxes getting to it. Ah. Okay. Um, I've got an email from Nick Searle who says, uh, after listening to the podcast, I thought I'd go into Little Big Planet to make a giant IGN UK logo. So I hope you like it. Uh, maybe if anyone wants to see it, I'll put the level up on the community. So Ooh, there it is there. Look. Little, little, little Big Planet nice. logo. Good yeah, job. it's good, isn't it? Very faithfully reproduced. That's wonderful. Good job. I th- mm, good does, does he post his PSN name on, his, on the email? Let me check. Uh, should I be reading that out or should I not? Um, I'm going to add him if it's on there, but... Um, if not no he doesn't well let's get back in touch let us know your PSN name and whether or not you want us yeah, to so let, let us know drop us a line and uh, yeah you should definitely share that great job on uh, Little Big Planet 2 yeah and I was thinking maybe when people write in if they want us to give their PSN names or Xbox Live names a shout out we can do we can share them yeah so let, when you write in tell us your name where, what your PSN address is and whether you are uh, an invert look or a normal look so good stuff uh, that's it for listener feedback and I think well that's it for this week's podcast I think oh. so that's sad so, I've enjoyed this one. Oh, well, yeah. well hopefully the listeners have enjoyed it and if they have then please five star rating on iTunes is always much appreciated so. and send your emails to ignukfeedback at ign.com or hook us up on Twitter twitter.com forward slash ignuk or find us on Facebook Team IGN UK. Absolutely. So, yeah, thanks for listening as always, and uh, we'll be back same time next week. Bye bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.